Hello, friends. Welcome to Village Judaism for Christ. We're nuts for Jesus and just plain nuts. And I am who I am podcasts. We're doing uh, Revelation 22. We're finishing up Revelation again. Yay. This will be the third or the fourth time through. So if I look tired, it's just that I just woke up. <laughs> and that wall behind me is, is like brown. So it's like it almost makes you tired just having this wall behind you. But I always sit wherever the desk is at in the, in the room here. So, But it's good to finish up Revelation. Uh, we'll start again next week. Revelation Wednesdays are going to be what they're going to be until the end. I want to keep people in this book. This is one of the most important books in this hour uh, can be because we're coming into these times. There's no doubt about it. And so uh, so what jumps at me today in this final chapter of Revelation is the words in red, which are Christ. I went back and looked in chapter the seven churches all the way up through chapter four, one through four. And now in um, Revelation 22, uh, we have words in red where, where Jesus is directly speaking to John in this. Otherwise, it's the angel that's that's showing John everything. So from, uh, from Revelation uh, 5 through 21, there's no words in red at all. So it's just the angel proclaiming to John these things and showing him. But for some reason, at the very beginning of this first four chapters, and here in the final chapter, Jesus himself speaks. So he, basically, Jesus opens the books, and and he's the one proclaiming the thing about the seven churches, and now he's closing the book out. And uh, so it's kind of cool. So Jesus opens this book. The Bible says that Jesus is the spirit of revelation and prophecy. So um, Jesus is the one uh, opens this book and closes this book. And so Jesus is closing out the Bible himself personally. In fact, um, the, in the final, uh, in verse 20, the next to the last verse, it says, yes, I am coming soon. So it's kind of cool where Jesus closes out the Bible personally, even though he's, res- even though he's not among us right now, he comes to John in this revelation and reveals these things to him and uses the angel of the Lord to reveal as well. So, which is why John twice falls down and, and worships the angel thinking, yeah, I don't know if he thought he was Jesus or whatever, but you know, he, he tied Jesus in and worship him with this. That's why he made the mistake. And the angel says, Oh, don't do that, dude. So anyway, let's, let's keep the truck, uh, two minute, rev, uh, two minute introduction there. Almost three. Let's uh, jump in and just go and see what the Lord shows us today. So here we go. Um, the angel showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit yielding its fruit every month and the leaves of the tree are for the healings of healing of the nations. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city and servants will serve him. They will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of the lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. Amen. Let's stop right there. Uh, that's uh, verse through verse 5. Let's go back and break it down. Then Jesus showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. So, as I said before, I think we have on each side of the walls we have three gates on the east the north south east and west and i think they form these large boulevards that lead right towards the center of the city which is 1200 miles or 1500 miles squared and so 
I think there's these grand concourses that lead right to the center of the sea. I mean, dead center of the sea, which I believe is where the throne of God is. Again, this is a Joshism here. I'm just, this is what comes into my heart. And I'm not saying that is actually the way it is, but it kind of, God is the center of everything. So him to be at the very center of the city with Jesus being the light of the city, the light of the new heavens and new and the new earth. I could see him being dead center in the city. So the tree, uh, the um the river of light, the water of life, is clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. It makes sense. In fact, it makes sense. Okay. The river of the water of life is clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb down the middle of the great street of the city. So, at the from the throne of God, the river of life. Think about this. Put this in your head. The, you get the throne of God there. That in and of itself must be magnificent. This is the throne of God. In the new heavens and new earth, this is the truly glorified place of all places where man and God live together. And that river of the water of life flow from the throne of God down the middle of the great street. Man. Let me see. Can you... that just my mind is going crazy right now just picturing that what it's just the beauty of water of life life all life comes from god there's the picture right there all life emanates from god without god there's no life that's why that's why hell the, the terrible thing of hell is devoid of god because hell is devoid the lake of fire is devoid of life because nothing of god is in the lake of fire nothing of god is in hell today I mean, the Bible says God's everywhere, but the life of God, the life-sustaining force of God is not in those places. That's, again, the terrible thing about hell and the lake of fire is completely devoid of God there. So in the new heavens and new earth, you got the throne of God and the river of life coming out of it. It's utterly beautiful picture if you really see it in your mind. Um, See the, the, the middle of the great street. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. So the tree of life that was in the Garden of Eden, we're going to have the same tree of life was in the Garden of Eden, um, and it's and it says, and on each side of the river stood the tree of life. So the, there's more than one tree of life. Think about this, unless it's the same tree, the same root under the ground or something. But on each side of the river, so a river has two sides, generally speaking. You know, there's two sides to most rivers. So on each side of the river uh, stood the tree of life bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. So here's, here's another thing. Yielding its fruit every month. So there's going to be a seasonal thing going on here. You know, it's people get this idea we're going to be floating on clouds. And no, no, no. This, there's going to be order. There's going to be a, um, a whole way of life here that's orderly. And there's going to be 12 crops. And each, and, and each month is going to bear fruit. And just, just, the, just get a hold of this in your heart. It's beautiful stuff. And the leaves of the tree are for healing nations. I read that uh, in the footnotes. Okay, because there's going to be no sickness. Or so why is the, there healing for the nations? And that's verse 3. Um, tree of life in the garden. And, and after having sin and forbidden. Because, uh, let's see. Oh, here it is. Verse t- 22, verse 2. Why would the nations need to be healed if all evil is gone? John is quoting from Ezekiel forty-seven twelve. 
where the water flowing from the temple produces trees with heal, uh, healing leaves. He is not implying that there will be illness in the new, new earth. He is emphasizing the water of life produces health and strength everywhere it goes. So healing there doesn't mean healing because again, there'll be no sickness there. But it, it represents strength. That those who eat from this tree will be made strong in God. I, I like that. I like that interpretation. And I was talking yesterday, or when was I talking about this? I think it was yeah, yesterday. Uh, it's Ezekiel forty-seven that shows this this temple and stuff is shown in Ezekiel forty-seven. And so God showed us a picture of this Ezekiel, and that's why I was talking about the ankle deep water and stuff, ankle deep, knee deep, and waist and and over your head. Talking about yesterday, the glory of God. So. Um, so, because um, it says the leaves of the tree of the healing nations no longer will there be any curse. Sin is, I mean, sickness is part of the curse, and so there's not going to be any curse there. So it can't be literal healing because there'll be no need for healing. I've I've wondered about that verse, and that was a good interpretation. Um, the throne of God and the Lamb will be in the city, and His servants will serve Him. Ma'am, we're going to serve God forever, and and they will see His face, and His name will be on their foreheads. We're going to see that Moses himself couldn't see the face of God while he was on the earth. We're going to see God's literal face and his name will be on our foreheads. He's he's taking full. He has full ownership of us. It's just beautiful. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of the lamp or the light of the sun for the Lord. God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever. Man, no sun, no moon. The glory of God is going to light everything. Gosh. And then, um. Light says the Lord God will give them light. It's a beautiful picture. Um, the God, God is our light. He's the light of our life, and they will reign forever. We're going to reign forever and ever with God. Amen. The angel said to me, "These words are trustworthy and true." Again, the angel wants us to believe these words. They're trustworthy and they're true. The Lord, the God of the spirits of the prophets, sent His angels to show His servants the things that must soon take place. The Lord God. Uh, the Lord, the God of the spirits of the God is the God of the spirits of the prophets. I love that. Send his angels, show his servant the things that must soon take place. Amen. Now here's words in red, verse seven. Behold, I am coming soon. Blessed who keeps the words of the prophecy in this book. If we keep the, if we believe these words, if we read or hear these words and believe these words and keep these words, we are blessed. I know they're in my heart. I know if you listen to this consistently, they're in your heart. So you're a blessed person just to be in this book. means that And that's Jesus speaking this blessing over us. Words in red. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I had heard and seen them, I fell down to worship at the feet. Here's what I talked about earlier. But I... <laughs> There must have been so much glory on this angel that he must have thought he was God or Jesus or something. Because, you know, John wouldn't do, you know, wouldn't do anything on purpose wrong. I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. When I heard, when I had heard and seen them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who had been showing them to me. But he said to me, do not do it. I am a fellow servant with you and with your brothers, the prophets, and all who keep the words of this book. Worship God. So the angel's going, whoa, John, man. Hey, oh, no, no, I'm a fellow servant with you. Don't, don't, don't deify me. Don't glorify me. I'm a fellow servant with you, which is just a cool thought. Ain't the angels our fellow servants with us forever? Because we tend to put angels up on pedestals because they got wings and they fly. And it's pretty awesome. And they're glow, the glory 
God's on them. But their fellow servants with us, get a hold of that. Which means we're going to be glorified along with them when we get there. Wow, just mind-bendingly good. Then he told me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy. Wait a minute. And the, the angel said this. I like this. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers, the prophets. In, and I'm a, I'm a fellow. I'm, he's saying two things here. Watch this. Do not do it. Don't worship me. Um, I'm a fellow servant with you and your brothers, the prophets. Okay. So he's a fellow servant with him and his brothers, the prophets. And all who keep the words of this book, worship God. So he's, he's saying, look, I'm a fellow servant with you and, and your brothers, the prophets, and all those who keep the words of this book. Keeping the words of this book are important. Again and again and again, the blessing of keeping the words, the blessing of knowing the words in this book. I'm always talking about the mark of the beast. Why? Because it's in this book. And it's a dire warning. We got That's part. Of, like, there's a good. There's a good example right there. Keeping the words of the book. Said, fellowship with you and brothers, and all who keeps the words of this book. Part of keeping the words of this book is resisting the mark of the beast that I'm always talking about now. So we got to know what's in here. This is important to know what's in this book. And then at the end of that, he says, worship God. Amen. Then he told me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book because the time is near. 2,000 years ago, the time is near. How near is it today? Amazing. Let him who does wrong continue to, to do wrong. Let him who is vile continue to be vile. Let him who does right continue to do right. And let him who is holy continue to be holy. What is he saying there? Why would he say, let him who is wrong continue to do wrong. Let him who is vile continue to be vile. Why does he say, if you're doing wrong, keep doing wrong. If you do it, if you're vile, keep being vile. Goes back to Laodicea. He's saying there, pick a side. Look, if you want to be evil, be evil. If you're going to be good, be good. But pick a side. God hates vacillation. God hates floating around in Switzerland, neutral territory. Either pick God or pick the devil. If you want to be wrong, be wrong. If you've decided, hey, I don't want God, then don't want God. But don't play a game of floating in the middle, kind of ride, striding the, the people riding the fence. You know, oh, let's let's wait to see how this thing turns out. And, you know, the Left Behind series, you got people that won't commit to God or the devil. They won't take the mark of the beast, but they won't they won't accept Christ either. And God has no respect for those people. Pick a side. Choose you this day who you will serve. Think about think about those words. Choose you this day who you will serve. That's from the Old Testament, talking to Moses. Moses is, that's, that's right, those are Moses' words. Moses said, choose you this day who you will serve. This goes all the way back to the beginning. We got a free will, we make a choice. Who are you going to serve? You're going to serve God or the devil? Make a choice. Get in the boat or get out of the boat. Man, too many people, again, just floating in the middle somewhere. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to hedge my bets here. There ain't no hedging bets. If you hedge your bets, you're going to spit out. That's what I said about the Laodicean. The lukewarmer spit out of the mouth of God. Make a choice. You want to be evil, be evil. But if you want to do right, do right. But choose you this day. Choose you this day. I love that. Mm. Don't play a game with God. God has no respect for that. Amen. Um, then we're then words and red again. Jesus, Jesus again. This is, I love this. Man. 
Behold, I am coming soon. My, listen to these words. These words are utterly, this is, the, this is the Lord who died for us and now is glorified at the right hand of God. Behold, I am coming soon. My reward is with me and I will give to everyone according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes that they may have the right to the tree of life and may go through the gates into the city outside of the dogs. Those who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral, the murders, the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. I could spend an hour just on these few verses. Jesus is coming soon. His reward is with him. And he's going to give whatever. Like I'm always talking about the cup of cold water. I got my tea today because I need a little caffeine. But even you give a cup of cold water or tea to a servant of the Lord. Jesus said, by no means you'll lose your reward. Whatever you do, everything's recorded. Everything you do to serve God is recorded. And you'll be rewarded for your efforts in Christ. Faith without deeds really is dead. You, your, your faith will always produce work. It always does. Your deeds don't produce the faith. The faith produces the deeds. Um, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. Beginning. He is everything. Jesus, we're always talking about Jesus is everything. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, beginning the end. Bless those who wash their robes. How do we wash our robes? We wash our robes in the blood of the Lamb. The, the blood of the Lamb. The blood of the Lamb is what washes us and makes us white as snow. Bless those who wash their robes that they may have the right to the tree of life. You have to be washed in the blood of the Lamb to have the right to the tree of life and to go through the gates into the city. Amen. Outside of the dogs, those who practice magic arts. And here's the list of darkness. Outside of the dogs, he can, talking about people who are in... In the, in the dark, you know, people who don't want anything to do with God, who have chosen to be dark, outside of the dogs, those who practice magic arts, the sexually immoral, the murders, that dogs, and loves and practice falsehood. Man, just gives the list there. And, and that practicing falsehood or lying is a big deal to God because that's the devil's uh, natural language. I, Jesus, have sent my angels to give you his testimony to the churches. Jesus, he says, I am the root and the offspring of David. So he's the very root of David, and he's the offspring. Isn't that beautiful? He's the root of David. He's where David comes from, and he's also the offspring of David. He's he's what comes out of. He's where David comes from, and what comes out of David. <laughs> Dave, Dave had high esteem in God's eyes, man. And the bright morning star. That's beautiful. The spirit and the bride say, "Come." Let him who hears say, come. Whoever is thirsty, let him come. And whoever wishes, let him take the free gift of the water of life. The spirit and the bride say, come. We're the bride. Say, come. Come, Lord. Come. Come, Lord. Amen. The spirit and the bride say, come. Let him who hears say, come. Come, Lord. Come. Do you hear? You hear what I'm saying? Say, come. Come. Amen. Right now, when you're listening to this, say, come. Come, Lord. Amen. Whoever is thirsty. Man, are you thirsty? I'm stinking rotten thirsty, man. Doggone it, I'm thirsty. Whoever's thirsty, let him let him come. And whoever's thirsty, you come. If you're thirsty, come. And whoever wishes, let him take the free gift of the water. It's a free gift because of Jesus Christ crucified, raised from the dead, because of his blood. The free gift of the water of life. Man, we get the free gift of the water of life. Amen. I warn everyone who hears then. 
Here's this is often quoted. Let's get we're almost done here. Only a few more verses. I warn every everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds anything to them, God will add to him the place described in this book. And if anyone takes words away from this book of prophecy, God will take away from him his share in the tree of life and the holy city described in this book. He who testifies to these things says, Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds anything to them, God will add to them the plagues described in the book. If anyone takes words away from this book of prophecy, God will take away from him his share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. You don't mess with this book. You don't take words away. You don't add or subtract from this book. This is God's final word. His final canonized word. Of, of what the prophets of, of, of those who wrote the Bible inspired by God this is the final word right here you don't mess with God's final word if you do you'll get the plagues described in this book or you'll lose your right to the tree of life and to the holy city man I you know I pray that those who translated did a good job they did their, they did the best they could to translate this right because if they were playing games man they've lost everything or they're going to receive the plagues in this book, man. This is, this is, this book is serious. You wonder why I'm doing Revelation Wednesdays? This book is serious business. This is God's final word to mankind before he sends his son back. Behold, I am coming soon. Yes, I am coming soon. He who testifies these things says, yes. Jesus is testifying to these things and says, yes, I am coming soon. Words in red. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Man, we are supposed to long for his coming. Return, come, please, come. We're waiting for you, come. We're blessed if we long, we, we love his appearing. We long for his coming. Why? Because once he's here, it's all going to be made right. It's all going to be beautiful. It's all going to be holy forever. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. If you're listening to this day, I speak the blessing on you. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you because you are one of God's people. Amen. Enough said. Have a blessed day. Amen.